Hi, this is Donna and welcome to, it's I guess my first official episode to my podcast. I know I did my introduction, but now I am getting into some episodes and I, first of all, I want to say thank you to those people that have given me feedback because it's been fantastic and I've been quite well received. So that's actually something that it was good and I'm, I'm enjoying the feedback. So keep continuing to give me the feedback. But yes, this is my first episode of the Everyday Life at 40 Plus, uh, my first official episode. Can I say that enough? And I kind of wanted to talk because I am called 40 plus and I think I said in my introduction I am 45, 45. When I say it out loud, it's a bit of a a crazy thing. And the other day I was getting ready to go out and I was uh, spray painting my hair. Yes, you heard right. When you're in between colors, you get regrowth. A lot of women and men would know this. Sometimes you don't have time to go and color your hair. I do color my own hair, but I just didn't have time last weekend. So I have this little bottle. I think it's L'Oreal. Obviously, I'm not sponsored. And it's a little spray. And it's hair. It's spray paint for your hair. Basically, it just covers those grays. And I think I sprayed a little too much at first, so it freaked me out. So I had to brush it out a bit because it was just like this dark line. But isn't it fantastic that you can do this? Uh, But isn't it interesting that we feel we have to because, you know, we are all going to go grey. And I have to say it's one of the things I hate most about getting older. One of the things. But it's just a pain in the butt, isn't it? You know, like I'll colour my hair and within a week I can see a line of grey. I don't know what it would look like if I let it all grow out, but I'm pretty sure I would be completely grey. I started getting greys when I was in my late 20s, I think. The odd one. You know, that whole, um, what is it? That, that if you pluck one, seven more or something will grow back. Well, I think that's what happened to me because I was plucking them. As they were coming about and you know to anyone who is younger please don't don't pluck them just decide what you're going to do with them anyway I was thinking about age and you know I'm one of those people that always says oh age is just a number isn't it and it is it's a number it's 45 right now but then sometimes you know you feel super young and you know it's often to do with the people around you and you feel like you're really young and I'm the youngest of five, like I said before. And I'm always around people that, well, not always, but generally I am at work around people who are a lot younger than me and they do make me feel younger. But I find as I'm getting older with younger people, I kind of take on a more maternal role. It's really odd, but I do feel younger I don't really know what 45 is meant to feel like. It's probably what I'm feeling these days. But isn't it funny? And maybe it's just me, but you'll take a glance in the mirror, especially your car mirror is the worst. I find that is the most unforgiving mirror. And you look at yourself in the mirror and it's like, oh, oh, hold on a second. Who's that? Who's that old lady in the mirror? And you go, oh. Oh no, hold on a second. That's you. That's you, love. You're 45. And 
sometimes I feel way older than 45. Again, what does 45 feel like? But yeah, sometimes I am shocked uh, at how age really does age you. <laughs> does that make sense? And I'm one of those all or, no- all or nothing people. And I have like everything for anti-aging. I am lucky enough to be able to try a lot of products for anti-aging through my work. And I have so many. And I also have like a LED light for doing anti-aging things. I go through a stage where I'm taking marine collagen, which I will say is probably the most effective thing that I've ever used out of everything. But I'm really all or nothing. And when I have those moments when I go, oh my God, who are you? Who are you? That old lady in the mirror, I will go and I will do everything. Grab every product from my cupboard and I'm putting it on, lathering stuff on, doing face masks, doing the LED light, taking triple marine collagen. And I'll do that for ooh, about a day, two days. And I'm one of those people that expects like instant results. It should look like Botox. I'm not a Botox person. Never have been, you know, each to their own. I personally don't like the look of Botox. Uh, I don't really think it makes you look younger, but it's whatever makes people feel feel good, I guess. But yeah, so that was kind of where I was going when I was spray painting my hair the other day and oh, I have to give in and, you know, I'm someone that hates hair appointments. I hate wasting my day off sitting in a hair salon for a few hours just to get my regrowth done. So I generally do it myself and really have to do it this week. So that's something that I do have to do. And then I was thinking about all the other signs of aging. And one of them is the dreaded menopause. And it's not a taboo subject to talk about. I will say that. It's very interesting. You know, when we're younger, people sugarcoat things. You know, I was thinking about this as a female when I was young, like way young, and people would tell you about getting your period, they kind of sugarcoated it and they never said anything about the mind-numbing cramps or the horrible mood swings or the craving sugar, those kind of things. It was just a, a something that women go through. At least that's how I was raised. But now, my gosh, women are so honest I don't know if it's because I'm older and they just think you can handle it better. One, I find women, when they talk about childbirth, they give you every detail. Now, I don't have kids. A lot of my friends do. And I saw them when they were pregnant, listening to these horror, nightmare childbirth stories. And I'm like, whoa, like, let's not freak them out. They know the procedure. They know what's going to happen. But people go into minute details. I find that as we get older and I'm finding the same with menopause. Now I haven't gone through menopause yet. However, you know, it's kind of, I know it's looming and I know it's around the corner. It's pretty much like as soon as I start to feel hot, I'm like, anyone else? Is anyone else feeling hot? And it's not out of like care for them. It's, are you hot? Are you hot? And I wait for people to go, oh no, it's really hot in here. And I'm like, okay. I'm not having that hot flush. It's just hot. It's the day that someone turns around and says, no, love, it's like two degrees in here. It's just you. And that's when I'll be like, okay. And I find when I say things like that to women who have been through menopause, they are like, oh, darling, just wait. You just wait. 
You have no idea. Wait till you get those hot flashes. And then all the other things that come with it. Oh, you know, just wait. It's just not pretty. I don't know who I'm, whose voice I'm doing there. And it's interesting because my family aren't like that. They don't really talk about that stuff. I don't think I even thought that my mum went through menopause until many years after she had been through it. And I mentioned it to her and she was like, yeah, I went through it. It wasn't good. Of course, she would have had a slight Scottish accent, not that real Aussie one. But yeah, it's just interesting. As we get older, we definitely don't sugarcoat the signs of aging. And there are so many different things. It's the the tiredness. Like I've always been someone that will, you know, be able to stay up late. It's just kind of in my DNA. It's something I've always done. And now I do still, unfortunately, stay up late. But my gosh, I pay for it the next day. It's just getting out of bed is just torture. And then there's the whole bending down to pick things up. Oh, you definitely do. Like you see it in comedies. You make that noise of to get up when you've been bending down to pick something up. I generally try and pick it up with my toes and just be lazy and carry it to me from my feet. Just a little uh, side there. And then I also, you know, I like to feel young, you know. I'm on the TikTok. I call it the TikTok with the the deliberately to sound like a boomer who doesn't know this stuff. Um, I'm doing the Instagram, the Facebook. No, not really. I don't call it that. And I see a lot of makeup tutorials when I'm watching anything on Instagram and things and I watch them fascinated because I'm hopeless at doing makeup absolutely hopeless and I've got like a I think my daily routine is down to like nine minutes to do makeup but every now and then I'll go oh I can do that look how gorgeous she looks and look you know before she was just ordinary still pretty but ordinary I can do that And I will, I'll do, like, I'll follow it. And for starters, I'll start watching it and go, oh my God, there's like 110 layers of stuff that she's putting on her skin. And I do three, but I I persevere and I think, okay, I can do the foundation, the highlighter, the baking, the powder, the everything else. I can't even name half of it. And I will, I will give it a go because I'm one of those people that you can be easily influenced by um, things like that because I enjoy it and I think, oh, that'll make me look nice. I wouldn't mind looking nice for an evening out. It's nice to look nice. And I'll do all that and I'll bake the powder. For those who don't know, it's putting the translucent powder underneath your eyes so it's completely white while you put on the rest of your makeup. And it's meant to bake your foundation and let it really set Well, let me tell you what it does. What it does when you are in your 40s and you have not had Botox and you've got wrinkles and little fine lines under your eyes, what it does is it kind of makes you look like uh, Betty Davis in Whatever Happened to Baby Jane. Now, just a side note for anyone, and I do this a lot at work with some of the younger women, Betty Davis is an actor from, from a long, long time ago. Don't think it's from my era. She's from when black and white movies were made. And I want you to Google Betty Davis in Whatever Happened to Baby Jane and see her makeup because it's worth seeing because that's pretty much what I end up looking like when I try and follow those 
awesome makeup tutorials. So first tip, those makeup tutorials are not are not for me and not for my age group. You know, if there's anyone out there who wants to make beautiful makeup tutorials for people who are over 40 and people who do have the odd fine line, I'm being nice to myself, please feel free to share them and tag me in it because I would love to see that uh, because I don't want to look like Betty Davis in Whatever Happened to Baby Jane or maybe The Bride of Frankenstein. I want to look like myself and I guess, you know, who doesn't love a makeover but, oof, yeah. And then I look at people, some famous people. You know, I look at J-Lo and people, she's just recently released a skincare line and there were so many memes and so many things. Do we say memes or is it memes? Because I think it's memes, but I've been corrected and someone has said it's memes. The same with the whole gif or jif. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Do you think it's a gif or do you think it's a jif? I feel like it's a gif because it's gift. And then you take the tea away, but I could be very wrong. Anyway, I digress. J-Lo. So yeah, people will have slammed her and said, oh, just admit you've had Botox. If she's had Botox, she goes against the grain. She goes against what I said about Botox, because if she has, you actually can't tell. There's no pockets on her face. It looks, her skin is flawless, but you know, I don't mean that people should hide the way they age at all. I'm not like that. But I do hold J-Lo quite high for appearance stakes. And it's not just about that. It's her strength. Like her body is just muscle. And I think it's sensational. And people go, yeah, but she's got a trainer and, and a dietitian. Well, I can tell you, I totally truly believe that if I had a trainer and a dietitian, I would still find ways of not working out and still eating crap. And I would still probably look the same as I do because I think it's a bit of strength. And yeah, I, I don't think, you know, it's anything to do. Well, it does definitely have something to do with her money and all of that and, and privileges that she gets, but I think she looks awesome. Another person I think looks awesome is Jennifer Aniston, and she has had a few little things done to her face, but I was watching something she was in um, the morning show just recently, and you can see signs of aging, and you know what? There's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. Why don't we age a little bit? Because we do age. That's what we do. So, you know, I'm a bit torn with the whole um, injections and things like that. And, and people I know, know that I'm not really for it, but I also shouldn't be one to criticize because if something makes you feel good, I did talk about this on my Instagram recently. I saw a post about people injecting, um, oh, what's it called? The bit above your shoulders to make it look leaner and I thought that was crazy and I thought that's something that could really cause some disturbances with younger women because they might think that they shouldn't have you know broader shoulders or you know a little bit um, higher in the shoulder I can't think of the word please feel free but things like that for me are a little bit disturbing but at the same time when I was younger I wanted a nose job for years I just never would have had the guts to do it. And now I could care less because my nose is my nose. But I do know people 
you know, do get hang-ups about, about physical appearances. And I guess that happens with ageing. I think, you know, people always talk about men and their midlife crises, which is about getting their fast cars or leaving their wives, having affairs. And yes, women have affairs too. But I think for women, the midlife crisis is their appearance, I think very much. And I only speak for myself and people that I know. But it definitely, definitely is interesting how it's more about the physical appearance of aging. And it's, it is, it's kind of, kind of scary getting older. It's, it's a weird feeling when you do look at yourself and see, see that person in the mirror and it's like, oh, when did you become, when did you become that person? When, you know, and this is just talking about physicality. Obviously, as we get older, we change the way we think about things. We learn so much. And I could honestly say I've learned more in the last five years about myself than I have in my whole life, which to me is, is exciting and, and interesting. And I find it's, it's definitely something that comes, you know, when you hit over 40, it's a, it's a challenging time. It's, you know, I feel like the last five years has just flown by. It's really more than any other time, even though it's been a quieter five years, it's been, you know, not crazy with all the social activities or anything like that. Like I was in my thirties, God, my thirties were good. We had some great times in my thirties, but the five years just, just, I don't know, it just flies by. I also look at how age kind of gaps uh, seem smaller the older you get. When I was a kid, let me tell you, I was a pretty damn cute kid. My mum will attest to that. Uh, I was a really cute kid. So cute, in fact, that my older brother took me on his very first date with the woman he ended up marrying, my gorgeous sister-in-law. I'm sure she didn't think I was so cute showing up on the date. And I also thought I was so cute that when my other sister used to uh, come home from nights out with my brother-in-law before she was married to him and all their friends, I would get up in the middle of the night. I was about five or four and I would come and hang out with them because I was so damn cute. Again, I don't think my brother-in-law and his friends thought I was so cute, but I think I was cute. And back then, those people were so much older. I just, I felt this huge age gap. But now as we're older and my siblings are older as well, because, you know, I don't know if you know this, but that's how time works. Uh, No one stands still on their age. I feel the gap definitely got smaller. And I feel like it's, it's, it's interesting that that happens. And it's also interesting how as I've gotten older, family just means the world to me. Uh, you really start to appreciate things. And I have another brother-in-law who's a bit older again. And he, well, for one, he's just like a big kid at heart, which is just gorgeous. And he just embraces life. And I look at that and I think, yeah, that's definitely the way to be. And I find, I don't know if you're finding this as well, but I find that the older we get, once you hit the 40s, the mid 40s, older, a lot of people I know are making so many big changes in their life. 
and changes in their career paths, changes in what they want to do, uh, just doing add-on businesses, side hustles, myself included. I mean, for a start, this is just a bit of fun doing the podcast, but also I'm working on a little side business as well. Then I have my photography business, which I've kind of been a bit stagnant with lately. But I find so many people are doing that because you really, you want to appreciate every moment the older you get. And I find that that is just, it's just to be serious for a minute. It's so important. And I also feel like people who think they know it all and have learned it all, I kind of feel sad for them because it definitely is something that I love is learning more and more. Uh, getting advice from people, listening to their opinions on things. I just, I definitely, I find that as we get older, that's so, so important. And, you know, I talk about age and I I hate getting older and I hate uh, looking older. But when you think about it, what's the alternative? And we all know people that have been through life or death situations or have lost people, you know, myself included, uh, and and things that have made them appreciate their life and I feel like that's that's probably one of the biggest lessons that we learn is just really owning it and although I make jokes about getting older and I'm turning into one of those people that says oh I remember the day I remember the day when we didn't have to text and we didn't have to you know put all our lives on social media no one knew anything about each other I'm one of those people for sure But I also embrace everything about getting older most of the time. And it's interesting how our thought patterns change as we get older. And I find um, it is really that whole thing of is age just a number or is it so much more? You know, is it so much learning? Is it so much wisdom? Is it just continuing or is it just going okay I'm this age now and this is what I have to do and I find nowadays no one says that no one says that and and my mum she'll hate me well she knows that you know I think everyone knows she's 80 and she'll be 81 soon and what I loved about her and she's been through some stuff and what I loved about her is last year for her 80th birthday she said to us no I'm celebrating I'm healthy I'm enjoying my life and I want to celebrate it. And she had the ripper of a party. She was up the latest out of all of us. She had a fantastic time. And I kind of just want to end on that. You know, let's just enjoy every moment that we can. And there are bad times and there are sad times and there are hard times. We all know that. But let's, I don't know, let's just jump in and see see what we can learn and see what we can change and see what we can do. And I sound like some kind of um, master of all of this stuff, but I'm, I'm learning it. I'm just getting through and just figuring it out at 45, which is crazy, but I can never say I know it all. And I'm enjoying learning all of this stuff and and learning podcasting. So I want to thank you. I've gone over. I was going to do 20 minutes. Someone actually said to me the other day that my intro wasn't long enough because they were listening to it while they were working out and it cut them short. So they had to work out in silence after that. So I thought that was lovely. 
So I've gone just a little over 20 minutes. I do apologize. I hope you've stuck in there. And I would love you to one, subscribe or follow depending on where you are listening. I'm on Podbean, iTunes and Spotify. And the link, all you have to do is look up Everyday Life at 40 plus. It's all words, no symbols. And please tell your friends. I'd love to get some more listeners out there. I will still look at getting guests, uh, looking at different subjects. But for now, it's just goodbye from me. And I will speak to you soon, like I said. And just remember, I know age is there and it's a reality. But it really is just a number. And it's what we do with our lives at whatever age we are and whatever we want to do. The It's just everything is possible. The opportunities are there, especially nowadays. So I will speak to you next time. Bye.